The city of Urbantown. Despite the crime and corruption which infest the streets, the citizens of this fair town sleep peacefully at night, knowing Santa is on his way to... Sorry, I got distracted. The bells are... Yeah, the bells are just kind of... Can we cut the bells, maybe? Just... No? No chance? Alright, how about we just start the show? "'Twas the night before Christmas, and I'll have you know there is nothing that's merry with two feet of snow." I wished I was nestled all snug in my bed, but no, I was stuck at an airport instead. While I in a kerchief and Claude in a cap wished that B would stop pacing and Benny would nap. Every flight it was grounded, no plane could ascend. We were none of us sure when the snowstorm would end. And no Christmas present appealed more to me than permanent voice loss. For Benny and B. Thanks so for the invite. Her Majesty whined. This great home-cooked dinner on which we have dined, it makes me nostalgic for Christmas's past. That thick cornbread stuffing, it filled me up fast. Be please, we're all hungry. No, that's not the deal. I was promised, remember, a holiday meal. But instead, dinner came from a vending machine. So until I get turkey, I'm venting my spleen. On Christmas, I'm stuck here with you and this twit. Now wait just a minute here. Back up a bit. My sister-in-law said I'd come to no harm if I asked you to visit the family farm. My brothers and sisters, all numbering nine, with the giving of presents and, uh, dad's apple wine, she nagged me and nagged me to take you along. Come on, Mr. Z, she said. What could go wrong? What a wonderful gift to take be to that place. What am I? Some kind of a charity case? Come off it, you two. Can you please take a break? We've been grounded for hours. I'm barely awake. It's nobody's fault that the new fallen snow means we've all been stuck here with no place to go. My first Christmas Eve with my sweet, lovely wife. It's a time to remember the rest of my life. I'm here with my brother, and Hero has B. It's my sweetie's best friend, and my own family. That's plenty of Christmas, so try not to pout. Let's try to be thankful. How's that working out? If I find who is wishing for Christmas is white, I'll knock his block straight into next Tuesday night. Oh, it isn't so bad. We could sing Christmas carols. I had to move fast. Hero's life was in peril. Suggesting to B we should all sing a song meant odds weren't good that you'd live very long. We'd be dead long before the next sleigh bell could chime. Uh... B, let's give the lovebirds some quality time. I feel like some coffee or maybe some tea. If you promise no eggnog, the drinks are on me. So away to the snack bar, I flew like a flash, with not in my wallet but six dollars cash. What were you thinking? Have you lost your grip? Why, oh why, did you ask B to come on this trip? Now don't get me wrong, I like B just fine. But for holiday wishes, it's not one of mine, to stick her with my brother and watch the sparks fly. My blood pressure's up. There's a twitch in my eye. They've been arguing, sniping, and fighting and such. Methinks that the pair doth protest far too much. Wait, what? Are you kidding? There's no way. You mean? I think it's quite possible. Look at this scene. B swears he's a pest, and he says she's the same. No one forced her to come. But you'll notice she came. And if he hates her guts like he'd have you believe, then why would he ask her to share Christmas Eve? 
Then I looked at my wife, oh, that sweet little vixen, and I knew B and Benny would not know what hit them. Sit tight with the bags. In a moment I'll see ya. I'm off to the gift shop. I've got an idea. That may be the worst coffee I've ever had. Is that not your cue to say, it's not that bad? You know well enough when I lie to your face, and a whopper like that could bend time and space. As brill cream, it's great, but as coffee, subpar. So yes, it's the worst that I've had, at least so far. Look, B, I, I'm sorry. Not that I'm to blame for the snow or the blizzard, but still, just the same. Even though all this weather is beyond my command, I'm sorry this Christmas did not go as planned. So what do you say? Call it a truce for a while? The peace on earth bit really isn't your style. You better at slugging in back alley brawls. You're not quite cut out for this decking the halls. In my letter to Santa, believe it or not, your name isn't listed in one single spot. I'm just saying, instead of the banner and fight, would it kill us to try just one silent night? I don't mind when the squeaky wheel's getting the grease. But I guess, for the season, I'll help keep the peace. It's not like I wish that all Christmas was ended. Just wish I could do it the way I intended. At home, with your mom, drinking till you're both tipsy? Nah, mom's with Aunt June outside of Poughkeepsie. So what was the plan, if not to see Mama? A luxury cruise round the western Bahamas. You're kidding. I'm not. I will swear on a stack of yule logs and wreaths. I was just about packed when the cruise line called up and said, Cancel your plans! Some mechanical problem I don't understand. So I guess the Bahamas must wait for a while. But that was the plan. Well, it's not quite my style, but if that's your ideal yule, I guess it sounds fun. Hey, if it floats your boat, if you'll pardon the pun. It is for to laugh. Ha 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 ho ho ho! All right, let's not start again. Come on, let's go. And where are we heading? There's nowhere to go. I was going outside for a walk in the snow. Was your coffee Irish, or are you insane? I promise. I'm fully in charge of my brain. Where I grew up, it was a long way to town. And in big outdoor spaces, when snow's falling down, despite cabin fever, frustration, and illness, if you watch the snow fall, you'll be filled with its stillness. You can't help but be quiet while snow keeps on falling. And if ever two people... I get it. Quit stalling. You and me, lots of silence. Sounds perfect. You sold me. True, I've got no coat, and my mother would scold me. I'm sure we could find something you can put on. What's fun about that? Grab your hat and come on. And out of the door we stepped out, oh so bold, and reached a conclusion. Oh, oh crap! crap. It, it is cold! Within seconds few there arose such a clatter. Well, why not? I get cold and my teeth start to chatter. Benny moved closer, his coat for to share, and I gave him a look that said no... Don't you dare. The light shining down on the still-falling snow gave the luster of midday to objects below. But what way far up in the sky should appear and start hurtling down? It, is that a John Deere? I had just enough time to grab B and to dive deep into the snow, which is why we're alive, when with force rarely seen by the everyday eye, a seven-ton tractor came down from the sky. As the crash became quiet, the dust it did clear. The people inside were all huddled in fear, while Benny and I lay down wet on the floor with the sense that somewhere we had done this before. Okay, pop quiz time. 
What unknown X-factor could cause to go airborne a giant green tractor? Maybe they're shipping one in a big plane. It got loose from the cargo and... No dice. Guess again. The snow's coming down far too hard on this night. There's no plane in the sky that could stay up in flight. The weather's too bad. Not a plane could get through it. And a 15-foot snow monster? Yeah, that could do it. It was snarly and fierce, a right brutish old elf. And as I looked upon it, I about peed myself. He was covered in fur from his head to his foot. He was spattered in gore and I hope that was soot. His eyes, how they sparkled. His dimples, how merry. His hands, they could crush my whole head like a cherry. He looked vicious and rabid and in a bad mood. He was headed straight for us. We're totally screwed. Run away? And split up? Yeah, that sounds like a plan. No dying. You neither. And off we both ran. He's a bit more petite, so the beast followed me, probably thinking how much bigger snack I would be. I slipped once or twice on the icy tarmac when the creature caught up and began its attack. I dodged and I tumbled to save my own skin, and he leered down upon me with blood in his grin. I mean, sure, during Christmas, we'd like to be snug, but I kindly declined when he offered a hug. Growing up with four brothers served me in good stead as I reached for a snowball and aimed for his head. Not one of my brothers would feel a surprise as a half pound of slush hit it square in the eyes. <clears throat> when aiming her mace for the side of his nose, the Amazon came with a flurry of blows. <clears throat> I'll dash you, I'll dash you, your skills, I've eclipsed them. <clears throat> like comets, my blows strike your eyes just betwixt them. <clears throat> On the top of your skull, my mace, it shall fall. I'll bash away, bash away, once and for all. <clears throat> Thanks much, Amazon. You just saved my bacon. I thought I was dead and my hopes quite forsaken. Nice work with the mace and the breaking of bones. Let me wipe off this gook. I was in the splash zone. So, despite circumstances, to see you is great. Uh, Merry Christmas, I guess? Or do you celebrate? I do not, but no fear. It has been many years since my last aloha. But shed me no tears. A feast with no men present. Ah, it was sweet. And a good threshing session would make it complete. But it was so long ago, you understand. Now, let us return to the matter at hand. I am glad you are uninjured. The battle is settled. This beast was no challenge, no test of my mettle. But still, I am puzzled. Something is askew. Where could it have come from? I know not, it's true. Do you know what this is? Does this thing have a name? Any chance I will have to face more of the same? This creature of yore is demon of snow. We call them snow demons. If you say so. They serve those with magics of death and despair. And I can smell sorcery thick in the air. Sorcery? Magic? Please tell me it's not. I'm just a poor gumshoe. I hate this. A lot. (sighs) But one thing I know, it's how criminals think. And the thought that now strikes me totally stinks. Whoever's behind this, what do you bet he has nothing more planned than just sending this yeti? You think the villain will strike once again? I think his intentions are totally plain. Look there, right behind you. By Diana's bow, a great silver vortex from which comes the snow. The power of nature has gone quite awry. And if we can't stop it, we're all gonna die. 
Hello, I'm Dan Wenzel from Seat of Our Pants Players. We don't usually do the whole commercial break idea in these stories, but I thought we'd make an exception just now to take a moment to let you all know that in the spirit of the season... Hey, Dan! Oh, oh, there you are. Hey, got a moment? Uh, why, look who's just joined me in the recording booth, everybody! It's Andrew Dell! Uh, where did that applause come from? Music and sound effects provided by www.freesfx.co.uk. Oh, yeah, should have guessed. Yes, you should have. What brings you by? It's about the seat of our pants player's secret Santa. Sorry, what? You know, we all throw our names into a hat, and then you have to buy a present for whomever you pick out? I, uh... Well, I know what a secret Santa is, of course, but you're saying we have such a thing? Sure. Why else would there have been a hat lying around with all of our names in it? Oh, that Secret Santa. Yes. Yes, of course. That was obviously the Secret Santa, and not the closest thing I have to a way to cast everybody in non-recurring roles. Exactly. Anyway, I could use some help. I need some help with a present for the person I picked. And time is running out before the big seat of our pants player's holiday party. You realize we're recording this in September? Like I said. And who told you we were having a holiday party? I assumed I was invited. Was I not supposed to know? You misunderstand. I didn't know we were having one. This might be a clever ruse on my wife's part to get me to bake gingerbread. Anyway, you needed some help with your pick from the hat? Yes, I pulled Rebecca Scheimer's name. I know she had her heart set on an autographed copy of Sidekick Academy, The School Secret, published by Clean Reads and available at most major booksellers. <laughs> All right. I'd be happy to sign a copy. Do, do you happen to have one on you? I do. Thanks so much. I'm... A little strapped for cash, so I had to pawn my e-reader in order to get a copy. I didn't know pawn shops took e-readers. And let's not give people the idea that the book is all that expensive. No, 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 not not at all. It's just, you know, student loans. Oh, say no more. Well, here you go. Thanks. Happy Saturnalia. Uh, same for you. Okay. Uh, sorry for the interruption, folks. Well, uh, where was I? Ah, yes. In the spirit of the season. Hey, Dan. Uh, do you have a second? Why, look, everybody, it's the newest member of the Seat of Our Pants Players family. Please welcome my fan favorite, Rebecca Scheimer, everyone. Thanks, www.freesfx.co.uk. And I'm a fan favorite? Sure, you're mentioned in every one of the fan letters we've received so far this year. How many did you get? I'm sure we'll get one if Santa gets my letter. Uh, what can I do for you? Have you come to wish our listeners the happiest of holidays on this most blessed of all seasons? September? I didn't know back to school meant so much to you. So no, then. What brings you by? It's the seat of our pants player, Secret Santa, for this year. I really need to put that hat in the closet. What was that? Nothing. So, uh, whose name did you draw? I got Andrew Dell. Of course you did. I asked Rick to ask Brianna, to ask Jill, to ask Adam, to ask Andy, to ask Liz, to ask him what he wants for Christmas this year. Well, thank you for working the rest of the cast in with that line. Uh, so what does he want for Christmas? Well, he has his heart set on your sequel, Sidekick Academy, The Talent Show. But I can't remember where to get that. Oh, well, the ebook is available online at www.cleanreads.com, or you can get it for your Kindle straight from Amazon. Oh. I'm glad it's not too expensive. I had to pawn my reading glasses just to be able to afford anything right now. Student loans? Pumpkin spice coffee addiction. Fair enough. You pawned your reading glasses, you say? I, I didn't know you wore those. Yep. Can't read anything without them. 
Well, then, how are you planning to do the rest of the recordings today? We've still got two more scripts. Well, and- thanks. I'll see you later. Happy Boxing Day. Yes, yes, you too. Um. All right. So that happened. And apologies to O'Henry for that. Anyway, in the spirit of the season, Daniel Wenzel, I am the spirit sent to show you the error of your ways. No, I'm pretty sure you're Liz Music, everybody. No, mortal. It is I, the ghost of Hanukkah's past. Liz, I've known you for years. Besides, I don't exactly celebrate that. You do not keep the spirit of Hanukkah throughout the year. I'm actually Roman Catholic. Nothing against Hanukkah, you understand. Just not exactly any family to celebrate it with. I have been sent to give you a warning. I understand it's a fairly minor celebration in the Jewish tradition as these things go. You must change your ways if these shadows remain unchanged. Are you sure you're at the right address? Can I just do this, please? Oh, uh, sure. Do what exactly? You turned the holiday greeting into a shameless plug for your books. So through that, did you? Like a window pane. And I'm here to make sure you change your ways and remember what the season is all about. It's the season of giving. That's right, and there's still plenty of time for you to order your copies as gifts to give your friends on this most joyous. Dan, I will tell your wife on you. <sighs> all right, I'll be good. You better. Happy Kwanzaa. Um, yes, thank you. Same to you. Okay, so for the last time, and this time, I'm serious about it. In the spirit of the season, each and every one of us here at Seat of Our Pants Players wish you all the joy, peace on earth, and goodwill to men that your hearts can stand. This represents the first time we've been able to bring you an episode a month for an entire year. And while I admit that's a low bar to hurdle, it's still an accomplishment, and we hope you've enjoyed our episodes. I want to take a moment to thank the cast of our shows. The cast of Seat of Our Pants players are some of the most talented individuals I know, and they come to my house month after month to record these shows, and really for nothing more than whatever dinners or baked goods I happen to throw together. I consider their talent, their dedication, and most importantly, their friendship to be worth more than any Christmas gift I will ever get. Speaking of Christmas gifts, if you had it in your heart to get a gift for us here, Besides buying my books, which I do want you to do, but that's more of a gift for me, personally. But if you wanted to give us a gift, please, share your love for this podcast with someone else you think might like it. Take along a few episodes to listen to next time you take a road trip with someone. Burn some episodes onto a CD and give them to someone who still has a CD player. We love doing these shows, as I hope is obvious, but we need your help to let more people know about them. So that's what we want for Christmas, and you don't even have to wrap it. So let me personally wish you a Merry Christmas, and from all of us at Seat of Our Pants Players, Happy Holidays! And now, back to the rhyming couplets. Still the night before Christmas, and in the airport the people had all hungered down like a fort. The vortex spun in the blackness with care and hopes that all would be filled with despair. The Amazon stared at the source of the snow, squared up her shoulders, and said, I must go. The source of this villainy lies over yon. I must go and stop it. And then she was gone. I watched her lope off through the landscape of snow to face off with the bad guys alone. Okay, no. Then laying a finger aside on my wrist, I clutched at the dial and gave it a twist. 
Then, garbed in cloak and a mask and a hat, which were all made of light, but forget I said that, I took on the form to which evil's no stranger, that mystery man known as Detective Danger. I narrowed my eyes against snowflakes of fallen and charged my way forward. Adventure was calling. Yeah, that's a bit corny for me, I'll admit. It's possible I'm overselling a bit, but bluster and bluff in the face of your dread, it keeps you from crawling straight under your bed. Despite her long legs, I caught up with her soon, and I got her attention. Hey, what you doing? Detective Danger, it is good to see you. If I do, in fact, see, since you do what you do. Oh, uh, I'm here to assist you in winning this fight, but yes, I'm standing ten feet to the right. In that copse of trees where the limbs form a bower, there is the source of this villain's tower. Come, let us do battle with metal and might, and end this attack of malevolent spite. Through the snow and the bushes, the Amazon charged. In the moonlight, her mace seemed especially large. She rushed through the trees, an icon of fury, to be executioner, judge, and the jury. And then in a twinkling, I heard in that field the sound of a mace on a magic force field. Desist, evildoers, this magical wall shall never withstand me. I shall make it fall. I call forth the darkness. I call forth the cold. I call forth the spirits of winters of old. Come shield us, protect us, and keep us from harm. Defend us from her and the force of her arm. Grant us the power to keep her at bay. I will shatter these shields if it takes me all day. It was quite the scene. I do not reproach. But I choose to try a more subtle approach. Hey. Evil magicians, perhaps you should quit. I've studied your odds, and they aren't worth spit. The Amazon first, and now he comes here too. Fear not. He is mortal. He cannot break through. Yes, our power is strong and will hold off this vixen. What will you do against Donner and Blitzen? For one Amazon, you got power aplenty. But how would you fare against, let's say, 20? Ah, doppelgangers! They appeared from thin air. A score of the Amazon? I don't play fair. They're only illusions. They're phantoms, not real. But how will we know where to throw up the shield? Don't tell her the shield only blocks one direction. I have figured that out. Didn't take much detection. She's broken the circle. And shattered the spell. Now bones will be broken and shattered as well. Our power is faded. This wasn't the plan. This is all your fault. Way to go, Stan. As dry leaves before the wild hurricane fly, the sorcerers ran, screaming, We're We're gonna gonna die! die! The Amazon laughed, gave a whoop and a whistle. Thanks for the sport, my friend. Ain't I a pistol? There you two are. We were worried quite sick. Relax, Claude and Hero. I don't miss a trick. But with all of the chaos, I got a bit tossed. I took a wrong turn and wound up getting lost. Somehow I wound up in Terminal B. Except I went to F. That's what happened to me. Right. Right. Sure, that's what happened to me and to you. I swear in a stack, it's entirely true. Okay, well sit down. Take a load off, you guys. And now that you're sitting, look up, kids. Surprise! Claude, my dear brother, and Hero, his wife, had done something for which they would pay with their life. For even that yeti with mandible scary did not make me cringe like that green herb with berries.
This was planned, and I knew, and they knew that I knew it. Come on, you big babies. It's Christmas. Just do it. The look in Bee's eyes and the tilt of her head soon gave me to know. I would rather be dead. But then came the holiday season to fill me. Oh, what the heck? It probably won't kill me. Nope, I was wrong. That was awful. No doubt. I'm bleaching my brain to get that memory out. Bro, where are you going? A duty-free store. They have booze by the gallon, but I might need some more. That case was one giant and epic disaster. I need to forget it. I need to get plastered. And I heard B exclaim as he walked out of sight, Hey, grab me some mouthwash. Drop dead. Ugh, good night. You've been listening to Detective Danger in the Amazon, the Christmas episode. Produced by Seat of Our Pants Players, written and directed by Dan Wenzel. Music and sound effects by www.freesfx.co.uk. Benny was Adam Gastingy. B was Jill Wenzel. The Amazon was Andy Gastingy. Hero was Brianna Kuby. Claude was Rick Tennant. Additional voices and evil magicians were Liz Music, Andrew Dell, and Rebecca Scheimer. I'm Dan Wenzel with Seat of Our Pants Players. Merry Christmas, everybody.